As Michael Jordan once said, the ceiling is the roof for this Missouri basketball team with Isaiah Mosley and Mohamed Diara cooking in a serious way. Plus, Des Moines Hodge finally gets hot again and a rare basketball edition of Project Run Play coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And of course, we got to start with just a tremendous win by Missouri last night against Ole Miss. I guess I could nitpick a little bit here, folks, and say, boy, there was a couple times when I wish maybe Missouri would have put away an undermanned Ole Miss team. Of course, Morrell, their top scorer, was out in this ball game. That was a, definitely a surprise to me, and I think everybody else. Just before tip-off, of course, Kobe Brown was in for Missouri. Isaiah Mosley in the starting lineup. Hey, that was a pretty good prediction by your podcaster, huh? Well, here's the deal. Missouri finally gets out of its shooting slump, made 16 three-pointers last night. It's most made threes, in fact, since entering the Southeastern Conference. So, obviously, it's going to be easy to win there, and you might have been surprised if you watched my video last night, that I didn't lead with Des Moines Hodge. And what a big deal it was to get him out of a slump, obviously. He's a tremendous, tremendous player when his shot is falling. No question about that. Unfortunately, I think we had gotten Dr. Jekyll the last few games. Well, fortunately, Mr. Hodge is indeed back. But to me, the big takeaway from this ball game is Missouri has now two absolute weapons that it literally did not have a couple weeks ago. Isaiah Mosley looked tremendous, I thought. Was he perfect? Of course not. But my goodness, he got to show off basically everything he does as an offensive basketball player yesterday. Isaiah actually started off the game with a spectacular lob pass to Aiden Shaw that really would have been one of the best plays I've ever seen in Mizzou basketball history. One of the most spectacular highlights, anyway, for sure. If Shaw were able to manage to to finish that reverse dunk there. But, you know, you know Isaiah Mosley is feeling it when he's hitting those step-back threes. And to me, I said... A few a few months ago, I should say, before the season, I thought Mosley was going to be the best Missouri scorer in a long, long time. I can't remember since who I said it was. Maybe it was Marcus Denman. I didn't include Michael Porter Jr. in that discussion just because of the few games he played. But also, just a, a, as a playmaker, Missouri has now added to the fold another guy on the perimeter who can not only absolutely be your lead scorer, but he can be your lead ball handler as well. He's really kind of a force multiplier in that way for your offense. He takes tremendous pressure off of everybody else, not only with his playmaking and ball handling, but obviously with his shooting as well. 
Never hurts to have another floor spacer and a guy who can knock down buckets for you whatsoever. I think he makes Kobe Brown's life easier. I think he makes Nick Honor's life easier. And frankly, just everybody else on the team. You notice Demoy Hodge was able to find a lot more openings yesterday. I don't think that was a coincidence whatsoever that that was in part because Isaiah Mosley played 29 minutes in that basketball game. So again, a lead ball handler, a lead scorer, and one player. You're adding this guy for all intents and purposes to the team at this point in the season. Well, what a tremendous boost to Missouri's ceiling and chances for the rest of the season. And speaking of a guy who's boosting Missouri's ceiling, holy moly, how about Mohamed Diara? What a revelation he's been the last few ball games. And really, I think really the last three games leading up to the Ole Miss yesterday game yesterday, he's played better with every single game. Unfortunately, I was out on Monday. Personal reasons didn't didn't have time to really talk a whole lot about the Missouri-Alabama game. Plus, well, what was there to say? Missouri was dominated in that basketball game. But if there was a real positive, it was that Mosley got his feet wet. Mohamed Diara continued to show improvement. And now, take everything I said about Isaiah Mosley, and you've got another player that you're adding to the mix who adds some very specific skills. A guy who can rebound the basketball and provide you some size that Missouri is severely lacking at times. And not only that, Diara, obviously not a stiff out there whatsoever either. Knocked down a three-pointer, knocked down his free throws. The shot looks pretty good. He can put the ball on the floor and get to the basket occasionally if you ask him to do that. I, I mean, it's really, really impressive. Not only what he's doing, but I think you have to give Dennis Gates and the whole staff just a tremendous amount of credit for never giving up on any of these guys. Because I'll be honest, in the back of my mind, I think I had kind of given up on Mohamed Diara for the rest of this season. Maybe a month ago, I was just thinking, hey, I guess he just isn't really part of the plan this year. Maybe he's, maybe next year he'll be ready. He'll be ready to go. Big guys take a little bit longer to acclimate. And really, I didn't even factor in. Well, he's he's also a foreign player too. A guy from France who. 2020 must have messed up a whole lot of people's development. You know, guys like him in particular, just because of the junior college level, because of him coming, you know, from another country so far away from home. I just think it's impressive how he stuck with Diara. Obviously, never gave up on him and development and all that stuff attitudinally. And you saw it with Caleb Brown yesterday, too. I have to say, I was really shocked. To see Caleb checking into the basketball game, he hadn't played for a long time. And, well, the good news is Caleb was pretty good in his time. Had a couple assists, came in, got a steal. You know, I just think it's great that, you know, same thing with Ronnie DeGray earlier in the season. It didn't seem like he was part of the rotation. Well, he's telling everybody on the roster, maybe you're not loving your minutes, in the previous game, or maybe even the previous few games, but if you show me something in practice, I'm never going to give up on you. Anybody who's on this roster, you're not getting give up, given up upon. And I think that whole obvious attitude to me is paying huge dividends in the form of Mohamed Diara. And obviously, I think in, in different hands, that whole Isaiah Mosley situation could have really gone sideways for Missouri, but... Dennis Gates, I think you got to say in retrospect, and I wasn't always saying 
I was 100% on board with the strategy. I thought when he sort of commented a while back and said, well, he's transitioning into the program, I immediately started going, ooh, that's going to open up a lot of speculation there, which it absolutely did. But long run, I think you have to give Gates and company a ton of credit for keeping Isaiah Mosley engaged with the program because obviously he was tremendous yesterday, and I think he's going to be obviously a huge part of the team for the rest of the season. And coming up, I also think Mosley and Diara's emergence and presence helped Missouri reverse what I thought has been a troubling trend the last few weeks. So let's talk about that. But first, the NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new, and if you're new to FanDuel, well, even better because they have so many great features that make sports betting fun and easy. New customers join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com/lockedon. Plus, you can even combine all your favorite bets for a chance for a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Well, if I'm looking at my favorite pick this week, it would probably be the under in the Bengals and Chiefs game. 47.5 just strikes me as a bit high. I think the Chiefs' defense is a tiny bit underrated. And I also think, well, Patrick Mahomes, Lord knows I can't bet against him, but maybe the, the total will come down just a tiny bit more than you might expect. But regardless, FanDuel, it's all on an app that's safe, secure, and incredibly easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the brand new Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college hoops in one place. Plus big game, big name, easy for me to say, experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball. Available on YouTube and, of course, wherever you get finer podcasts. And, you know, you could definitely pick some nits. In the Missouri performance yesterday, I didn't like that the Tigers were in the bonus with 10 minutes left to go in the game. Of course, a strong finish overcame that for Missouri, but in particular, hey, Isaiah Mosley, I love you. You're amazing. Maybe stop complaining to the officials every time you get a foul. That's just my one note, because if you notice in the second half, well, he picked up a couple cheap ones that actually probably hurt a few minutes of his production, and, you know, here's the thing. I don't know what the unwritten rules are in college basketball. I know just, for example, in the NBA, one of the unwritten rules are, and a lot of rookies mess this up, you never just go, hey, ref, that kind of thing. You can talk to a ref, even argue with them a little bit, but tell, call them by their name. So maybe, you know, say, hey, sir, or something like that. I've just noticed, hey, give the refs a little bit of respect and they'll give you some respect back. I just thought, if you noticed in the first half, too, Mosley was wanting a a charge call or something like that, was actually turned his head and was arguing with the official, 
and nearly caused a turnover because his teammate passed him the ball and he didn't notice at first. The ball went behind him in the back court. Now, fortunately, he recovered and everything like that. But again, just a little bit of a nitpick there for Mosley for sure. That's not only do you want to be paying attention to the game and not the officials, but guess what? Nobody likes the whining college basketball player. The NBA guys will put up with LeBron and Giannis and all that stuff because for all intents and purposes, they're kind of the, they're the stars of the show, right? Well, I hate to say it, as, I, as great as Isaiah Mosley is, nobody for the most part is coming out to Ole Miss, for instance, to see him play basketball. So just a bit of a note there for everybody. Leave all that stuff to Dennis Gates. It's his job to work the officials, not the players. Good news is, I haven't seen a lot of problems with that with anybody else on the roster. Just noticed it from Isaiah in particular yesterday. Also defensively for Missouri, a bit of a concern that the Tigers were obviously tremendous on offense, incredibly hot from downtown, and yet multiple moments where it felt like Missouri should pull away and pound and pound Ole Miss, just pound them into submission, and it just never really happened until, well, right at the end of the basketball game, obviously Missouri put Ole Miss away. So defensively, I'm I'm not sure exactly what the problems, what the solution to our supposed problems are, or whatever you would call our problems are. I think rebounding-wise, though, you know, this roster is just not made up to have a bunch of giant guys getting every single rebound. That's just not, we don't have a bunch of Oscar Sheebways on this roster. But we do have guys who at least in theory should be able to box out. And and that's to me, there's no excuse not to at least turn around and put your butt into another guy, especially when you're playing man-to-man defense. It's not that hard to just block out the guy that you're currently guarding, right? Even if you've switched or whatever, just fight. Just fight to get position. That's all I can really ask. And at times, you know, quite honestly, Conzo Martin's teams were better at boxing out than Dennis Gates' teams have been so far. And you know what? Is that a trade-off that I'll take so far? Yes, because Dennis Gates' teams have been a lot more fun to watch, at least in the early going here. No question about that. But like I said before, Missouri did finally put this game away at the very end to where there was no doubt. And that was good to see because once again, the end of the first half was not kind to Missouri. Missouri was only up, I believe, six or eight points at halftime. Let me check that real quick. Let's see. Yeah, 47-41 at halftime. And I tweeted out that was a missed opportunity. And I really felt like it was to give up, to, to just have the shooting half that, that Isaiah Mosley had, that Des Moines Hodge in particular had had in that point. But just too many too many turnovers and, and too many offensive rebounds for Ole Miss meant that they got 12 more shots off, and, well, that's how they hung around the game. It was really as simple as that. But, again, as I alluded to in the first segment, I really thought that Mosley and Diara, just having two more really productive players from Missouri, allowed them to keep that, that fast pace up. And eventually I think it wore Ole Miss down. Missouri clearly had more depth. And even more importantly, Missouri did not wear down. And I think with this amount of players now, productive guys, and just a a little bit more of a malleable roster to here with Diara, Missouri can go a little bit bigger now. Imagine Diara at center with Kobe Brown, which we saw a little bit yesterday. Now you're looking at a pretty big squad 
defensively and on the glass all of a sudden that can actually still go five out. No problem. We saw Diara knock down a shot yesterday and be able to put the ball on the floor a little bit. And obviously we know Kobe Brown is a multi-talented player who often does some of his best work at the top of the key. So I don't know. I'm just tremendously excited about the rest of this season. And I've been excited all year. This has been a tremendously fun team to watch for the most part. But man, you got to get even more excited, I think, once again for this finish. And you know what? Speaking of excited, I'm excited to talk about Missouri basketball uniforms. Apparently, Missouri is going retro on Sunday, according to their Twitter feed. So yes, it's a rare edition, a rare basketball edition, I should say, of America's favorite uniform segment. Yes, it's Project Run Play. Coming up after these quick words. Well, the Mizzou basketball Twitter account this morning sent out a very, very strong tease, especially if you're about my age, you were getting all kinds of member berries, I imagine. Yes, not a full uniform reveal, which apparently is going to come later today, but just a few corners of an apparent retro uniform Missouri, I assume is going to wear this Saturday against Iowa State. Why not? A throwback jersey for a throwback Big 8 opponent, I suppose. So it's looking like the old, let's see, what era are we going to call this? Let's see, the Anthony Peeler, Doug Smith, and beyond to say Javon Crudup, Melvin Booker, that era. Think some pretty simple uniforms, some simple white uniforms with black and gold piping around the sides. But really, obviously the main event, the Block M on the chest. Ah, yes, the big Block M spelling out Missouri on the chest and then on the shorts, the paw, the old paw with the block M inside as well. looks like that's what we're getting. And whether these are your favorite Missouri basketball uniforms of all time or not, they are indeed mine. There's been some other really good ones as well. I think this is a brilliant move by the athletic department. I really do. Whoever's in charge of marketing, all that good stuff. By the way, Missouri did wear a version of these uniforms in an exhibition game a few years ago during the Frank Haith era when they played that exhibition game at the Hearn Center. I was there for that one. A good time was had for sure, but I think this is just a smart marketing play. It's just, it gets your fans excited. It's something that a lot of fans online have been clamoring for for years is the return of this style of uniform. So even if this isn't a permanent change, heck, bring it out test the waters. Maybe everybody's going to love it. Maybe you do eventually make this a permanent change or at least something that gets brought out once a year for special occasions. Maybe the Big 12 SEC challenge, that kind of deal. But regardless, I don't know. I just think it's smart marketing, an easy move to get some people excited about Missouri basketball online. And again, it's a perfect era to get those member berries going, to get that nostalgia going, just seeping through your blood once again, a perfect era of basketball, just tremendous, tremendous teams and excitement and all that good stuff. And and really, I, I say it's it's Anthony Peeler, Doug Smith. Really, the tops go all the way back to the the Sunvold, the Sunvold and Stepanovich that era as well. The four straight Big A championships. The shorts were a tiny bit different, a little bit different of a logo, not the tiger paw but a little bit more of a busy tiger head 
you know, I can see why the paw has definitely stood the test of time a little bit better. Let's put it that way. But you know what? That's about as much as I can talk about basketball uniforms today. So thank you for humoring me as always in listening to Locked On Mizzou and making it your first listen today. How about for your second listen once again? Check out Locked On College Basketball. Isaac Shade, Andy Patton, they give you everything you could possibly need to know on and off the court. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get audio podcasts as well. So, until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.